gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Marketing Management and Money. I'm your host, Ryan Owens. And I'm your host, Ryan Murray. So today we are going to dive into the glamorous topic of where you're spending your marketing dollars. Yeah, and I think what we're looking at here is kind of some of the hidden stuff. Yeah. Because everyone gets it. Oh, you know, I just put a, a Twitter ad out there. It cost mm-hmm. me, you know, 500 bucks. I but, paid for a local newspaper ad or a radio ad or yeah. whatever. But when you start looking at, okay, what does it cost me to do all of my marketing? That's right. what we really want to dive into is we want to say, all right, do you understand the total picture here? Exactly. And one of the things that I kind of want to kick off with is if you're a little bit of a larger company, if you've got maybe 20, 30, 50 employees, something like that, you probably have a marketing department. Yeah. You know, yeah. At that point, you would think you would, should. Should. Yeah. Should. You should ha- at least have <laughs> two or three guys that are focusing on you yeah. know, some, some of the marketing going on in your business. Um, if you're a smaller company, if you know, you're like four or five, six guys, maybe even 10, 12 guys, uh, you might have one person who's kind of taking the lead. Oftentimes what ends up happening is the founder themselves just by default, they end up in marketing and they're just like, oh, uh, you know, I got to sell something. Uh, yeah. And, and so when we are talking about this, one of the things that I want to kick it off with is this idea that if the founder is doing a lot of the marketing, and it doesn't have to be the founder. If there's like sure. one main person who's doing a lot of the marketing kind of by default because it's such a small team, a lot of times you don't realize because that person's wearing so many hats, you don't realize that you're paying for all of the marketing that's going into this. You're paying for that person to do the research. You're paying yeah. for that person to network. You're paying for that person to keep up on the social media or to, you know, create well, the website right. or whatever uh, it's going to be. Right. And that's what I was just going to allude to is like all of this back end stuff. There's so much of marketing that needs to happen and really is super important for uh, a marketing campaign or any any marketing department, any progress made that way uh, for it to be effective. It's all this back-end stuff that you don't see, right? right? It's the, okay, I'm going to do the artwork or I'm going to collaborate with so-and-so on the artwork for this flyer or I'm going to work with our web development team on this landing page or, or whatever. And yeah. it's like, and, and you maybe, don't see all that time and that effort and that expertise and whatever that goes into that. Right. And maybe you've outsourced some of this, right. You know, may, maybe all of your website is being done completely outside of the company, but who's the person who is approving all of the changes? Who's the person right. who is giving the direction of where they want to see the graphic design go or yeah. how they want their social media managed or, you know, these kinds of things. And so there's a lot of these costs that are going into marketing. When I'm working with a business, I one of the first things I'm always going to tell them is marketing is expensive. Just get used to it. Expect it to be expensive. Yeah. And I've had a lot of businesses. There's like, well, I I don't pay anything for marketing, mm-hmm. and, and I'm like, really? What were the what, what did you just pay for commissions? Oh, well, they work for me. Yeah, 
that's a marketing expense. You yeah. know, I don't care if they work for you. It's, you know, you're, 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 you're rolling it into payroll and now you're thinking that you're not paying for marketing. I'm like, you, you just yeah. changed the name of it, but it's still a marketing expense. Exactly. And, and that's, that's kind of the first thing that I want to hit on is I want to hit on that a lot of times what you're paying in marketing is not showing up on a little line item that says marketing, marketing costs. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's going to be tucked into like you're going to have some advertisement costs. Mm -hmm. You know, you're going to have maybe some printing costs, right? Uh, you know, web costs, uh, online costs, and and you're going to have all these line items, payroll, because you know this guy spends half of his time, right, figuring out how to sell your products. Yeah, if if, if your company has ever been to a trade show of any kind, that's a marketing cost. Yeah. If you've ever provided whatever widget, little branded USB drives or those stress balls or, or whatever people do at, at mm -hmm. trade shows, those are marketing costs, <laughs> Yeah, right? And, it's not and, just like, and I love that, oh, you we know, had to do that for the trade show. No, it's a marketing cost. You know, uh, okay, while you're there, you're staying in a hotel, you're eating dinner, yeah. you know. Uh, um, the, these the travel. All the costs that go into selling your products or services. And what I would recommend uh, for our listeners, what I'd recommend is to start looking at it and saying, okay, what does it take for your company to move product? You know, and, and right. when I say product, that can be product or service. Like how much time goes into that? How many resources go into that? How much money directly goes into that yeah. to just get those products to move? Most of the time, it's going to be substantial. For sure. You know, oh, yeah. If, if you were to put it into a percentage, you're looking at very high percentages. I mean, you could have 50, 60%. You could have 20 or 30%. You know, it, right. it, it does vary. But there's a lot that goes into it. Now, when you're trying to calculate this, this is not an episode on doing a hard and fast calculation. Right, th right. Th th this is an episode on trying to understand a direction. So, you know, when you're trying to calculate this, Understand that momentum in marketing matters. Oh my gosh! Seriously, <laughs> that is so big. Mm -hmm. And 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 so, if if you're spending a lot of money, you're always going to spend it on the front end. Well, it, okay, I shouldn't say you're always going to spend it. On, if no. you're being smart, sure. you're going to spend it on the front end, and then you're going to enjoy the rewards, right, for a long period of time. Right. So. Recently, well, I say recently, in, in recent months and years, there really has been a shift in, in marketing. So there's, there's always been like the sales funnel. Everybody's familiar with the sales funnel. Right, right. Uh, marketing has the same kind of a thing. It's a marketing funnel. But again, over these past years, it's shifted into a marketing flywheel. And there's absolutely a reason behind that. Uh, for, for those of you who aren't familiar I, with... I was going to say, you better explain flywheel. Right. So... Well, let me let me start with the with the sales funnel, right? Okay. So a normal sales funnel, it has these basic graduating steps where you take a customer or potential customer from um, any kind of awareness all the way down through uh, sales, transaction, a yeah. transaction, and and even follow up, right? Mm -hmm. Like a repeat customer kind of a thing. Yeah. So with a marketing flywheel, it has a lot of those same elements to it, but it takes it and. Um, applies it in a circular motion because that momentum is so important. So as you, as you push on marketing and, and anybody that's had a successful marketing campaign, um, 
of any kind. I mean, it doesn't even have to be this hugely wildly successful thing. Anybody that's had a successful marketing campaign has seen this where you put dollars or effort into some sort of a marketing campaign and you see a result. So that flywheel starts to spin. Right. And then you're like, wow, that worked. I'm going to ramp that up. So basically you just took and you blew on this flywheel, right? And, uh, it starts to spin. You're like, wow. And so then you blow harder. You put more effort or more money into mm-hmm. it in that direction. Now, sure, if you've ever played with one of those as a kid, you can blow super hard on them sometimes and then they don't spin at all. Right. And it's like, well, okay, now we got to adjust. And that's the exact same thing in marketing, right? Mm-hmm. So there's a reason why it's made this shift into uh, the flywheel, right? Yeah. Because that momentum is so important. Right. And so when you're looking at the costs think about it because you know that breath that you're talking about blowing on that flywheel you know that's all the effort that's going into it that's the cost that we're talking about and if you've listened to our previous episodes on marketing you'll know that we break down the cost of marketing into your time your resources and your money like there it's not just the money you spend it's also the time and the resources i'm i'm going to reiterate an example that i've given in a previous episode but it's such a great example that i it, it's, it's worth sharing again. I had this client. She was smart. She was really smart. She owned a clothing yeah. boutique, and uh, she had dialed in her Facebook page better than any business owner I've ever seen to the point that she could track her sales and her Facebook page. Like, she she was correlating the, the two. The nice. engagement on her Facebook page was correlated with, with her sales. That's so awesome. And I'm like, that super impressive. Then I found out how much time she was spending and she would dedicate a solid day per week. And these weren't eight hour days. These were like 10, 12 hour 16 days. hour days. Yeah. Typical small business owner days. <laughs> and so she was dedicating a solid day per week. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, if you're working five, six days a week, mm-hmm. then you're now dedicating 15 to 20% of your time to this one avenue of marketing. And unfortunately, she was ignoring other aspects of her business because she yeah. didn't have enough time to dedicate to those other aspects of her business. Right. And and that's the whole thing. When we're looking at cost, and in her mind, it wasn't costing anything because she did it all organic. Right. She's like, I don't pay for ads. Like I just <laughs> I just go out there and I engage yeah. and I'm like, Yeah, you don't pay for ads but you're paying dearly in time. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, 10 hours of the founder's time. You're a really expensive employee. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And so, so anyway, you know, when we're looking at the cost and we're saying, okay, it's the time, it's the resources, it's the uh, actual dollars that are going into the marketing, but that momentum. So when you get something going, and this is a huge mistake that I see all the time, is you'll see a a business and they'll push and they'll push and they'll push and push. And finally, you know, that big rock starts to move. Yeah. And they're just like, yeah. And, you know, they they like slide it down the hill a little bit and then they celebrate. We moved the rock. We moved the rock. And I'm like, okay, cool. Don't stop. Don't stop. Don't stop. Keep keep moving it because pretty soon it's going to start rolling down the hill and you don't have to push it anymore. Right. It's like tug of war. You see these big, huge giant guys and it's like ready go. And then it's like nothing happens. And you can see all this like tension and, and 
energy that's just like coursing through their bulging veins and red faces and you know what I mean? Like their whole head is going to be bruised after this thing. Right. But then all of a sudden it's like they kind of teeter back and forth and then it starts moving in one direction. And if they stopped, those guys that were, that it was moving towards, if they stopped, it would be whoop. Yeah. Right back across the other side. But it's like once they keep going, once they start gaining that momentum, you just watch the other team all just get scattered across the mm-hmm. line. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and it's in, that same thing. In, in business, the real killer of momentum, my opinion, boredom. And it's so weird because I see the entrepreneur and they'll push on a marketing campaign for six months. Mm-hmm. And then they'll get a little bit bored with it. Yeah. And they're just like, we need to do something new. We need to spice it up. And I'm like, no, you don't need to spice it up. Because think about what's really going on. You're in your business day in, day out. If you are a business owner, even when you're not working, you're thinking about it. And yeah. so that is in your mind constantly. Right. Then for six months, you've been pushing at this. Mm-hmm. You probably only got someone's attention maybe the last four months, yeah, two months, you know, yeah. like like it's not in their mind constantly. Right. They got this little flash, right? Huh, that's a decent idea. Maybe I should go shop there. Yeah, you know, to it takes, them it takes several touch points before mm-hmm. they even consider going and shopping there, yeah. right? And so as that momentum is building. The entrepreneur, they're just like, I'm so sick of this campaign. I've been running this campaign forever. And I'm like, you know what? Look at the professionals. And when I say the professionals, I'm talking the big boys. Some of the marketing masters, you know, like a Coca-Cola. One of my favorite things to do. Exactly who I was thinking about. (laughs) They're they're great. Yeah. You know, I mean, when you want to see a marketing master, Coca-Cola, they have done amazing. But one of the things that I love to point out is if you look at their ads over the decades, I'm not talking years, over the decades, there's not a lot of variation. Right. They're they're pretty similar ads. And I'm like, yeah, they've been doing uh, the same thing for decades. Decades, not months, decades. Mm -hmm. You can do it a lot longer in your business. Keep pushing, build the momentum. Just focus, focus, focus. Well, and I want to clarify a caveat there uh, because I think this is super important to understand. And anybody that's listened to our podcast in the past has probably heard this, but you know, there's, there's always that point where it's like, uh, this just isn't working. Yeah. Right. And there's a huge difference between pushing and pushing and pushing on something (laughs) Thank you for bringing and this up. This just isn't working. Don't push on something that doesn't work. <laughs> there, there, there's that guy who's just like, all right, I'm trusting you guys. Yeah. I'm listening to the podcast. And he's been Don't pushing on this for two yeah. years. And it's just, yeah. Thank you for clarifying. How, how do you differentiate? When, so, when is it time to, to, to quit on that? So, again, I think it comes back to that example that I gave earlier about like you, you give this breath into, into the flywheel, right? Mm-hmm. And if you see momentum, continue to breathe, right? Mm-hmm. And and again, it 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 may not be immediate, like, yeah. and that's what you're saying is like, you may, it, it, depending on all kinds of things, your your industry, the products or services you offer, um, geographical location, mm-hmm. demographic of customers, all kinds of things play into this, and it just depends seasonality, even, yeah. right? You may have to 
in fact, I've worked with businesses where you've had, they've had to put in work, lots and lots of work, tons of marketing dollars in like May, June, July, so that in October, November, they could see those sales start to come in because they were a seasonal, very, very much a seasonal type of a business, right? Yeah. yeah. But because of that industry and the slow rate at which people people seem to make decisions, it was like it it did. It took them that long. They had to be that prepared up front to to capture those sales. Well, and I think about so you know I enjoy skiing, and you know when you're talking about seasonal, I'm like there there are very few businesses that are more seasonal than a ski resort. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. And uh, in the dead of summer they're hitting me up for buying a season pass mm-hmm. and they've got like Get I, early discount I, pricing. I see more marketing coming out of, you know, the, the ski resorts in the summertime and in the fall than I do in the actual ski season. Right. Because if you wait until in the middle of the season and try and sell someone a season pass, eh, that boat sailed. Yeah. You know? Well, and, and let's bring this back to the cost associated with these things. Right? Absolutely. So, if you are, if you're that type of business where you're having to, you know, put this long-term type of a, a commitment into your marketing campaigns or your marketing strategies, you know, it, those can bear a much higher cost. And so it's so much more important. And this is where marketing gets expensive. This is why marketing can cost so much money and it's absolutely worth it. Don't get me wrong. It's not like, I feel like there's this, uh, misnomer around well not misnomer <laughs> there's this stereotype around uh marketing that it just is this burdensome <laughs> we have to do this and yeah it costs a lot of money why can't my guys just go out and sell kind of an attitude sure right and i absolutely get it because there are so many marketers out there they're like yeah i know how to do marketing for sure i can facebook and social media you know what i mean <laughs> right and they just they don't approach it with a strategy if you want a good marketer look for a nerd like honestly somebody who does market research and loves the analytics un- yeah oh my gosh if you could find somebody that can work excel way better than you can i would be interested in that person you know what i yeah. mean because that's now- and, and and this goes into that there is a distinction between marketing and sales. Yes. Because that marketer, they're kind of the behind the scenes. Exactly. Planning the attack. The mm-hmm. sales, they're the front line, you know, doing the charge. Yeah. Right. Uh, sales guys, they're not necessarily very analytical. Right. Marketers, very, very analytical. Yeah. And, and again, that's where the marketing gets expensive. It's all this back-end work that makes the front end, the, the tip of the sword, the sales guys so effective is a a good marketer can say, push that button and this will happen. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like tweak a little bit more here. mm -hmm. And and, and because they, they take it slow, they do their tests and they follow. It's like literally like mining, right? Like (laughs) you find this uh, sliver of silver in the rock, right? And you start to follow that. You're like, oh, I think it actually starts to move this direction, you know, a little bit to the left. And you start going there. And you're like, oh, that, was, that wasn't quite what I thought it was going to be. You know, maybe it goes for a minute and then fades out. And you're like, okay, now we need to come back to the right. Oh, right and down a little bit. Oh, no, right and down and then up. You know, and you get this like super secret 
Nintendo SNES code that's like left, right, left, right, down, up, down. You know what I mean? Right. And by the end of this freaking 30 button code, you are now like the Mortal Kombat master automatically. <laughs> but it takes forever to get there. I, I mean, the, how- I love the old 90s <laughs> reference. Right. I'm definitely a 90s kid, man. <laughs> but seriously, I mean, it. I can't tell you how long I played that game before I figured that out. <laughs> figured and out the master code. Yeah. And yeah. that's the same thing with like, uh, with marketing. It, it takes a long time of, of discovery and testing, but the key to this is, and this is what I've kind of been alluding to all along is like, you follow the wins, right? Like you follow those successes and you start small. And every time you push that boundary, mm-hmm. you know, and you push it a little bit more and you push it a little bit more and you push it a little bit more and so up front, you have this giant would-be cost of it's just getting to the point where it's like, okay, you go talk to this customer about this product or service in this way, and you have to take them donuts six months before mm-hmm. whatever. You follow this plan. You follow this plan of attack, this strategy, and it will get you the sell. Yeah. You know what I mean? Granted, there are variables. I can't say, well, for 100% well, certainty, but. And, and and that's really what, you know, so we just have a couple minutes before we're going to wrap up. And there's something that I think is is super important because, you know, you're talking about putting the plan in place and you're just like, okay, if you do this, 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 you'll get the sale. And it's like, well, okay, there's a lot of truth to that, but yeah. there's a caveat. And I want to point out the caveat. And it's something going back to the flywheel. Marketing is not linear. Absolutely like, not. You know, it, one plus one doesn't equal two. Right. Sometimes one plus one equals zero. Sometimes one plus one equals ten. Yeah. You know, and that's that's kind of how marketing works. But there are consistencies. There are patterns. There are things that you can follow. And when you were talking about that flywheel and you're, you brought up the, the thing, you know, when I was saying, okay, give it some time. Have some patience. Keep at it for months, years, decades. You know, I was talking about that whole thing. And you're like, well, maybe. Because if it's not working, you don't want to get stuck on that. Right. Here's the tool that I always use. Uh, you know, So marketing is not linear. It's also not one-dimensional, meaning that there are multiple metrics that you need to be right. looking at. Like, don't look at, is are sales increasing? We just entered the quantum realm. <laughs> yeah, it's like, if that's the only thing that you care about is whether or not sales are increasing, then... You you're know, missing. You're, you're missing, missing so, so much. So much. You know, yeah. I, I'm like, that's a good one to look at is to see if sales are increasing. But I always like to look at the quality of my sales. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. if if my sales are increasing but the quality is decreasing, yeah. then that to me is a concern. Mm-hmm. And and what I mean by quality of sales is like, okay, do I have the customers that I want? Or yes. do I have the customers oh gosh, that yes. are just, okay, sure, you, you'll mm-hmm. buy from I'll me. I'll take what I can get. Yeah, you know, yeah. And, and it's like I, I, I have to, like, almost bribe you to take my products. Or do I have the yeah. ones, you know, the love group that's, that, that's ranting and raving over it? You know, mm-hmm. and so so I'm looking at the, the quantity of sales. I'm looking at the quality of sales. I'm also looking at the customer engagement you know, yeah, I'm looking at the sure. feedback. I'm looking, you know, so yeah. there, there are all these metrics that I'm looking at. Mm-hmm. When I'm pushing on marketing, when I'm trying to get that boulder to move, I keep pushing as long as I have quality metrics and they 
oh, the yeah. aggregate is moving in the right direction. Yeah. It might take a while for you to crack that nut, for you to figure out how to get those sales to really take off. But if you're like, okay, customer engagement is up. Uh, you know, my target market is getting more defined. The, uh, you know, the quality of sales is, is, is higher. My profit margins are improving. Mm-hmm. I just don't have a lot of sales right now. Yeah. It's like, that's okay. Because all of those other quality metrics that you have, as long as they keep moving and keep moving, eventually that's just going to take off and it's going to be like, you know, the, 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 the rocket ship the, you right. know, that NASA just launched into outer space. It right. finally just broke through the Earth's atmosphere and it's like, boom. And, yeah. and, and so that's how I look at the cost of marketing is I'm just like, right. okay, you know, what, what direction are we moving? Are the right metrics moving in the right direction? Do I have the mm-hmm. patience to stick with this for months and years? Because that's, you know, we've said this before. Overnight successes take a decade. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You know. Well, and and even if you are a small business that doesn't quite understand all of the things we're talking about, or you don't feel like, because I, I remember a time where I was involved in this realm and was like buried deep in just the fire hose of information and things that I had to do and learn and sure. be an expert in, and you know what I mean. Yeah. And you know, people looked to me for answers, and I was like. I definitely know what I'm talking about for sure. <laughs> you know, for sure. I think, you know, but, uh, so even if, even if that's kind of the stage you're at, that's totally okay. Basically what we're getting at is whatever, whatever testing you're doing, whatever backend work you're doing that goes into any sale, right? You want to be looking at that as and evaluating whether that's a marketing cost right. or not. And once you, once you understand that and the, the value that comes from that or doesn't come from that, then you can really say, okay, I'm being effective as a small business, right? Because mm-hmm. without that understanding, and it doesn't have to be complicated, right? You can run simple tests. You don't have to understand how to run Excel better than a solid marketer. Yeah. You just have to be able to say, you know, our, our, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Our, our differentiator is this, mm-hmm. right? We know that our differentiator is expertise in this particular field, whether sure. that's music or food or whatever. Right. If, if you can say like, I'm going to take that expertise and do this with it, and identify all the things that went into that and oh we got we got this out of it it wasn't that great okay well now we're going to try to lift different little test and then you're like well we actually got something better out of it we're going to continue moving in that kind of a direction and once again once you can evaluate those things once you could say well it took me all of this time as the owner which i'm an expensive employee mm-hmm. Not worth it. Or, oh my gosh, absolutely worth it. Now, if I can get my sales guys to repeat this, boom. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
So, so I, I love the summary. We're out of time, but I think you did a great job of kind of bringing yeah. it all in, wrapping that package up. So hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode as much as we did. Uh, yeah. If you uh, want to check out some of our other stuff, go to our website, marketingmanagementmoney.com. You can reach out to us, uh, share some of your thoughts, or you can see all of our podcast episodes, some uh, our trainings, uh, the resources we have available. So uh, thanks for tuning in, and we will catch you next time. Take care. Thank <laughs> you.